This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. From MPB Think Radio, this is Everyday Tech. I'm Michelle McAdoo here today with Woods Couture, information technology expert at New Force Deal and IT instructor at Holmes Community College, and Jeremy Thompson, owner of Computer Doctors and Phone Surgeons in Hattiesburg. Well, it's almost summertime, and that means family vacations. So today we're going to discuss traveling technology tips, everything from safety and the best travel apps to data coverage and more. Well, if you'd like to be a part of our conversation, please give us a call at one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one 672 7464 Or you can email us at everydaytech at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back. This is Everyday Tech, only on MPB Think Radio. You're listening to Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. From MPB Think Radio, this is Everyday Tech. I'm Michelle McAdoo here today with Wilts Couture, information technology expert at Newcore Steel and IT instructor at Holmes Community College, and Jeremy Thompson, owner of Computer Doctors and Phone Surgeons in Hattiesburg. Well, the relaxation that you crave from summer vacations can quickly deteriorate into anxiety when things go wrong, especially when traveling to unfamiliar places. So today we're going to talk about traveling tech tools to help simplify your trip. Now, to be a part of our conversation or to ask any general tech question, give us a call at one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one 672 7464 Or you can email the show to everydaytech at mpbonline.org. Well, good morning, Wilton Jeremy. Good morning. Jeremy. Good morning. Hey, how you doing? How are things doing down well. in the Berg down there, brother? The Berg. Very busy, you guys. So busy. Really? Just- Yes, I mean, you know, I, I I didn't realize how taxing moving my business just a little ways across town would be, uh, and having two locations open at the same time, I, I I'm at least getting to experience that, and it's it's challenging, it really is. Um, but I'm I'm hanging in there, and uh, I'm excited about our new location because we're uh, we're doing some some new stuff this year. Uh, this summer, I'm going to be doing a computer doctor camp where uh, we're going to be taking the youth of Mississippi and teaching them about technology. So I'm really excited about that. Man, that's pretty cool. Yes, that is. And it's all about education and letting the kids uh, understand technology so when they grow up they know know, what to do. That's good. Good idea. You know, when I was a kid, um, I I never had anybody to, to kind of help me do more in this field you know i was in like the fifth grade i was like 11 years old learning how to build websites and code html and stuff and you know i know there's other kids like me that are out there that want somebody to take them under their wing and just show them how to do these things and so that's what i'm doing i'm finally able to to provide it for other people so i'm really excited well that's great man some more jeremy's out there that's gonna be (laughs) little jeremy's all over the world i know (laughs) Oh, man. Well, you know what? That's good. What's going on with you, Wilt, this summer? I know school is t- – today is the last day of Jackson Public Schools. When are yep. your kids getting out? Uh, tomorrow. tomorrow. They've already been out pretty much since last yeah, week, basically. exempted out of exams. Mm-hmm. I'm about to have a senior and a sophomore in high school. It's kind of kind of scary. Yeah, and, you know, speaking of summer vacations and everything, we're getting ready for one, and I, I haven't decided quite yet if my wife and I are crazy or not, but it's going to be her and I and 10 teenagers – we are taking them up. We are going up near Chattanooga and renting a cabin for a few days. They kind of wanted to get away. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be us and 10 between basically 16, 16, 17, 16 and 17 year olds. That um, So after that particular trip, I may, need be, another vacation. I, may, I may need a vacation. Yeah. <laughs> you, yeah. Know, you know, you made a point. Um, I was asking uh, my daughter, what does she want to do this summer? And then I looked at her and, you know, it's just her and I. I said, do you want to take some friends with us because you think about it 
They don't hardly talk to you in the house. You want to yeah. go on a vacation? I, I like vacations. I would love to go somewhere with Jordan, but I think she'll have a little more fun if her friends went. So I asked her, did she want to uh, invite two friends and we all just go to the coast to go somewhere, New Orleans or something like that? Mm-hmm. And I think when they get a little older, like teenagers, they kind of like to hang with their friends more. And then maybe yeah. I can bring a friend and my friend and I can, you know, do our thing and they can do theirs, but we're all still together, so... Well, exactly. What I'm kind of hoping is that they'll go off and do like their thing because, you know, most of them are driving now. Mm-hmm. And um, since this cabin is sitting right on the lake, I'm hoping that daddy gets to do his thing that oh. involves a lawn chair and a fishing pole in hand. Let there may be. or may not be bait on the other end of the line. <laughs> uh, it might just be a, a, a string a in the water, um, but it's going to still involve me sitting out there and and. <laughs> that sounds yeah. fun. Speaking of vacations, that's what we're talking today about, guys. We want you to give us a call. If you have any vacation tips, tech vacation tips, if you've had an app that helped you guys on your vacation, if you have any uh, over-the-road tech tips that you've um, ex- you know experienced, give us a call. Let us know what worked for you or what didn't work for you. That's what we're talking about today. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's, it's really amazing. Like, not too long ago, we actually uh, made a trip with, Several of the boys, um, you know, because they're all in bands. So we went over to University of Alabama. They were having a a, a band event over there. And, and it seems so simple, but if you really start thinking back years and years ago when you're sitting there taking a trip with other folks, you know, we had to take two vehicles, just like we'll be doing um, next month. Just the, the simple having a phone in both cars where we can actually talk back and forth. I mean, maybe I'm showing my age a little bit, but it used to be a lot tougher for those big you road trips. You have to pull trips. over. Yeah. <laughs> you have to pull you know, over and, and talk. How, how are you going to coordinate? Like, oh, we need to stop at this rest area up here. But it, it really is amazing. Between that and then just the uh, the mapping, I mean, you know, just kind of going to the to the simple stuff that probably we take all for granted nowadays. I don't know about you. I can remember way back having to go to AAA and getting those flip maps. You know, they were like a little... <laughs> You know, I had spiral bound and trying to figure out your roads to get everywhere. And now, I mean, shoot, we're pretty much carrying an atlas right here in our hand. Well, you know what? Uh, you guys said a flip map. I remember my dad with the big paper map. Oh, yeah. They don't fold back the same way. Yeah, they, they never did. Oh, no, no. And we, when we moved here from Chicago, we went, to, we went back to Chicago a lot, like for everything. Mobilican Parade, Fourth of July, Memorial Day. Every mm-hmm. holiday we were back in Chicago. So that trip was the most fun for me. Just the trip was fun. Not getting to Chicago, but just driving there was so yeah. much fun for me. But like you said, it's so different now. Jeremy's probably no. like paper maps. What are these things? No, you guys, you, that's that's funny, you know. But I guess I was going to say, uh, my dad was a truck driver, and I used to go on the road with him in the summers, and he would pull out that giant atlas. I mean, that book was yeah. massive. And the thing that blew my mind was my dad. He had like a categorization of every road in the United States, pretty much in his head, all the major ones. He knew how to get anywhere. Wow! It blew my mind. I'm, I can't do that. I have my phone, and it makes me feel safe because I can get a signal and I can go, okay, all right, I, I know I'm on the corner of 3rd and Main. Yeah, but, you know, it's just like I kind of, uh, there was there was a meme I was going to put. It's like, you know, when I asked for, di- somebody said, you know, when I ask for directions, don't be giving me this East and West stuff, you know. Yeah. <laughs> How many people now are just not oriented? I've, I've kind of noticed that when I'll try to sit there. I'm going to pick on my wife a little bit, you know, and, and her opinion, whichever way she's heading, she must be heading north. And if she backs up, she must be heading <laughs> oh south. My God. And none of this East-West stuff. <laughs> And sometimes giving directions is like, okay, well, you're going you're gonna to take the exit off the interstate and then head west. What? Okay. See, I'm laughing yeah. because that's me. I'm laughing that's because I, I'm actually tr- thinking about going to Chicago by myself in July, and I am petrified. I do not want to go. Uh, I'm terrified. I say petrified. I'm thinking of petrified forest. But um, I don't want to really do that trip myself. I've been in Chicago thousands of times. <laughs> but you're right. We depend on our phones and Google Map and we just put the location in and it gets us there. But what if this thing goes out? Do I know how to read a map? Can I go to Chicago without my phone? Yeah. Low wow. tech still has uh, its place. It still has its place. I know. I know my proximity to Highway 49, and I know which way is north from when I'm thinking about it. So I think I know where north oh, is. Oh, Jesus. Well, we're going to go to the phone lines. We have our first <laughs> caller for the show from Mobile, and that's Al. Good morning, Al. Yes, I wanted to make a comment about when you're using your GPS on your phone or anything else, you really want to have a power pack available. Oh, so yeah. When you've been around sure. a while and your your phone's getting low, you can plug it in. Yes. Yeah, that GPS will definitely, it can uh, it can pull some battery down, and that's the last thing you want, if, especially when you're relying on technology. 
you know, it's amazing. Technology is great, but if it doesn't have power, it's uh, it's it's a hockey puck. And you know, these days you can get the uh, the dual port or even multi port uh, USB connections to plug into the uh, the 12 volt in your car, uh, and you can use those to plug your device in. But one thing you definitely want to keep in mind when you've got your device plugged in, especially when it's up there in the dash, it is absorbing a ton of sunlight. So you got to make sure you got your screen tilted just right so it's not heating up because that battery, that charging, that sunlight, that's too much heat on that phone. Thank you, Jeremy. And thank you, uh, Al, for that uh, comment. But, Jeremy, that's something that uh, a lot of people don't think about. Mm-hmm. Uh, the heat on your, especially in the summertime, it gets up to 100 and over 100 degrees. We have to protect our um, devices, our uh, computers, laptops, and phones and things this summer as well, don't we? Well, yeah. I mean, you don't want to be sitting them up on your dash. You don't want, you know, I mean, and, and on top of that, you even have the theft potential out there just leaving it out in the open. Mm-hmm. But, you know, think about how hot that car gets once you close it. So don't and leave your laptop in the car when no. you when it's over. What, what degrees? I mean, what can we say? Over what? Over a hundred. I mean, oh, I, I, mean I, I don't like leaving it in the car. Period. period. I mean, pretty much. Yeah. I like to take it out. You know, theft, heat, everything else. Anything you're, anytime you're heating up your tech. I mean, ultimately, especially with batteries and everything, you're just shortening its life. And and something else to consider too, if you're using, you know, I mean, I, I travel with work some, and so I'm in unfamiliar areas. So I do use the GPS on my phone. But something else to remember: make sure you're Bluetooth linking it somehow to where you're watching the road and not watching your phone. You know, it's okay to glance down at it, in my opinion, but I, that's maybe just like a little bit of a pet peeve of mine. I know there's probably at least one or two listeners out there that are probably shaking their head. Yeah. You see somebody driving down the road. They don't know where in the heck they're going, but they sure have that phone in front of their face. Well, I want to say we are. there are some advances being made in the, in the hands-free area where um, you can – like now I've got a headset. Uh, with the Google Assistant on it, and it can link with an app on my phone that will actually read text messages to me as they're coming in. So um, I've also got a little button that I can hit, and I can tell it, send a message to such and such saying this. So the Google Assistant is coming quite a ways uh, in helping us with our hands-free navigation. Um, Also with Google Maps, you know that if you're in the middle of a navigation, you can say, uh, excuse me, everybody who's about to get their phones triggered, okay, Google, and it will uh, stop in the middle of your navigation, and you can tell it that you want to go somewhere else. So it will actually deviate off your main course without even having to touch your phone, and then you can go right back to your main journey once you've gone to that uh, that secondary location you were trying to get to. That sounds wonderful. And you know what? Like I said, every week, every day, they're building or making new things to help ease people into traveling, help it more, be more safe and secure on the road. I love that. Wow. It's incredible. I use it all the time. I mean, it's it's such a huge time saver, and also I can keep my eyes right on the road. Yes. Safety first. Well, Alan, we're going to come to you right after our break. You always call with the great, great, great comments, and we're actually going to talk about travel apps in just a minute. So when we come back, we're going to talk about all the apps that are out there. I found some crazy fun apps, and we're going to talk about them along with our friend Alan when we come back. You're listening to Everyday Tech. We're talking about um, technology for your summer vacations, hence the song Summertime. To give us a call or be a part of this conversation, give us a call at one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one 672 7464 Or you can always email us at everydaytech at mpbonline.org. This is Everyday Tech, only on MPB Think Radio. Give me a soft, subtle mix. And if it ain't broke, then don't try to fix it. And think of the summers of the past. Adjust the bass and let the alpine blast. Pop in my CD and let me run around and put your car on cruise and lay back because it's summertime. An evening of jazz can be just what the doctor ordered. Join me, Meredith Michelle, with WJSU's Evening Jazz. 7 to 10 weeknights on MPB Music Radio. You're listening to Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. Welcome back. This is Everyday Tech. I'm Michelle McAdoo here today with our tech experts, Wilts Couture and Jeremy Thompson. And today we're talking about traveling technology tips. Now, if you have any tra- traveling tech tips 
or you that have worked for you or some that haven't, give us a call at one eight seven seven MPB Ring. That's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. Or you can email the show to everyday tech at mpbonline.org. Well we're gonna go back to the phone lines as I promised and speak to Alan. This is our great friend Alan that comes with great advice every week. Good morning, Alan. Can you hear me? Uh, there he now, is. There you are. How you doing? I'm fine. I said, hey, Michelle, Wilson, Jeremy. So maybe my greeting didn't come through. It didn't, but, you uh, know. At we... that time. <laughs> okay. Well, the first thing I've got to say, Wilts, are you really taking 10 teenagers in near Chattanooga? I sure hope they've got Wi-Fi and cellular reception up there, or you're going to be in a world of hurt, I'm afraid. Yes, I, that is honestly one of the quickest things that I checked out. It's like, how well do I, because we're right near Lookout Mountain, and I'm like, how well do I get coverage? Because, yeah, these are all very connected kids. Okay, well, and, I, I figured they probably were. And the app I wanted to mention, I think I may have mentioned it in the past, it's called Flight View, F-L-I-G-H-T-V-I-E-W. I can't remember if there's yes. space between the flight and the view. Man, if, you, if you're flying anywhere, it is a great app to to put all your flight information, you can set up your trip in there, and then it'll give you information on gates and where you're landing, what gates you're landing at. Because I, I don't know anybody that flies regularly, you'll you'll notice that 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 airlines are great about changing gates at the last minute and stuff. This thing is a godsend; it just works fantastically well. Oh. So, and they uh, usually it, change it to the gate all the way across the airport. You got to run <laughs> to get your yeah. I know exactly yeah, what you're talking about, Alan. Exactly. So I mean. If you're, especially if you're running at the last minute, it's just a great uh-huh. app to have on your phones and stuff. So that's the one I wanted to mention. So anyway, uh, I'm loving the program. Again, thank you all so much for, for all your help. Thank you, Alan. Thank you, Alan. Thank, thank you. you so much. All right, going to move on to Osaka. We love Kathleen. <laughs> Good morning, Kathleen. Oh, you might not after the phone call. <laughs> oh, what are you about to say? I'll come, up, I'll come up with a new name for me. Call me Auntie. Anti digital. Anti digital. Oh, anti digital. <laughs> <laughs> good. I like all that. those who don't want robocalls. I got fed up, went on a crusade yesterday, and found out that Ceasefire, who's my local provider, very good, very good at the time, really. So they told me they now have an app that even I can get on my flip phone that will stop the robocalls. The number still registers, but it doesn't ring. So you can make a note of the numbers and turn them in once a week to whoever and bug them for a while. But uh, I don't mind all the digital. It's just that I want it when I want it, and I don't want it when I don't want it. Exactly. I'm in the middle of baking a souffle. I don't want to stop and hear about, hey, don't hang up. This is Andrew, and we've got nothing for you. I get it. And don't you just want to, like, reach through the speaker and just kind of maybe – Pop him a little yeah, bit. Say, "Come I'm on, Andrew." Five four. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, too much damage. I'm I want to wait. Anymore. Kathleen, I want to go back to you making a souffle. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I do. the wrong show, y'all. I know. That's Deep South Dining right there. You said you were making a souffle in your phone. Wow, you make soufflés. Okay. I'm heading to Osaka. It's a hobby, and I enjoy it. Most time I make so much food, I wind up giving it away to neighbors and friends. But I... It keeps me out of trouble. You okay. Know I mean? Well, we'll be down at Osaka um, this afternoon. Yeah. Sound, sound like a good it's opportunity a for a remote. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we thanks. Can do that, <laughs> thanks, Kathleen. Sure they know that they do have an app. It's supposed to be free, and I'm going to see about it being put in my um, uh, my phone because I can't do it. So I'll let what? them fool with it. So we don't know but the name of it? I enjoy your show because it teaches me what I need to know to protect myself. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. And, and um, you know, and she brings up a great point. And also for people who are using other providers, I know with myself, with ATT and then at work, we use Verizon. Um, a lot of them, a lot of the cell providers are actually including that app. One that's commonly being used um, is called Hiya, H-I-Y-A. And that's available on all the different phone platforms. I know I've used it for a number of years. It just kind of helps a lot. Of, and I think there's a free version of it, but of course the free version can't do everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and what the cell providers are actually doing is they're actually in some instances giving you essentially the paid version as a service as, as part of theirs. So yeah, wonderful thing to look into on that. That's a, that's a, 
great bit of advice there. Okay. Well, we're going to move to Brandon, Mississippi, and speak with Penny. She's been patiently waiting. Good morning, Penny. Good morning. Hang on a second. My technology is working because I'm using my navigational thing. Oh, wow. Okay. I just wanted to say that, um, yes, we use technology and we believe in it, but on road trips, I might suggest that we go a little old school and mm-hmm. you might have a map handy mm-hmm. because if your phone powers down. If you get to some more remote areas where you don't have a cell signal, you can kind of look at the bigger picture and maybe figure out how to get back to where a signal is or kind of look at the layout of the land and all. And I think that's kind of an important thing. So I think it's a great idea to have an atlas handy just in case. Well, Penny, I totally agree. You know, for example, um, I, I have a habit whenever we are traveling, like I hit the uh, the welcome centers, they usually are going to have a map available because yeah. you're absolutely right. You know, technology is wonderful. I'm a big believer in it. But, you know, Jeremy and I have pointed out quite a few times it can fail. It can let you down. And just knowing even just knowing some basic map reading skills, something to just show your kids to understand. It's like, look, you know, the signal could go out. But what if you get lost in the woods? I mean, we're going to be up in you know, the mountains, kind of like what we were alluding to before, and you don't know how the signal's going to be in some areas. So you, you need to know you need to know your north from your south. Yes, and when you're looking at a map, you can tell which one is north, south, east, and west. Exactly. Well. So just a little point that technology is great, but some of the old school things, um, they have their place as well. You're right. Oh, definitely. Thank you, Penny, for that comment. I enjoy your show. Thank, Thank you so much. Thank you, Penny. All right. Uh, one thing we definitely do want to note, though, is um, you can always download your offline map. Uh, so if you are in a signal where you do anticipate signal or you're in an area where you do anticipate signal loss, you can find your way around. So definitely something else you might want to consider as a backup. All right. And, uh, you know, speaking of apps, we're going to uh, go to uh, Macomb in just a minute. But um, when I was doing the research for this show, I looked at some crazy apps. I know there are apps for everything. <laughs> and what what do they say? There's an app for that. But uh, my the director of radio actually told me that they have an app that turns your phone into a metal detector. And it actually works. And I was like, did you find any money? <laughs> did you find any hidden treasures? But they actually have, uh, so if you're going to the beach, uh, they, have, they have apps that turn your phones into metal detectors and you can actually have fun with your kids that way uh looking for hidden treasures and you might even find something jeremy you are you familiar with these well you know i'm kind of cringing over the thought of having your phone on the beach <laughs> you know <laughs> just because all i like i i had a uh a, a, a co-worker who was at the beach and um her phone got so hot that her battery exploded Jesus. now oh yeah you know that's not going to be everybody's battery, but I'm going to be the the guy who's erring on the side of caution and just leaving my phone in the car. So wait a um, minute, that's what I'm asking. Okay, do we mm-hmm. leave it in the car? It's hot in the car. Where do you where do you house your phone? Do well, you put it in a cooling it, pack or something? You keep it out of direct sunlight for sure. Okay. So if you're on the beach, that's going to be way more dangerous than if you just left it in your car under the seat. Now. Your device, you know, it, it really doesn't need to be in your vehicle for any extended period of time if, it, if the heat inside or outside is in excess of 90 degrees. Mm-hmm. Um, like Wiltz was saying, it may not, like, your, your device probably won't explode, but it will reduce the life of that device. It'll degrade your battery. It'll degrade the components inside. It could even uh, damage your screen if it got hot enough. So it's just, it's just a risk I'm not willing to take. But what you were, uh, the app you were asking about, um, yes, it is possible to use it, but it does have to be extremely close to things in order to work as a metal detector. So I'd say it wouldn't replace the uh, the good old metal detector that won't explode on okay. you on the beach. All right. We're going to go to Adam in Macomb right now um, and see what he has to say. Good morning, Adam. That's Adam Mo. Adam Mo. I have a question. Okay. I'm one years old. I'm a little bit. And my desktop keeps giving me a blue screen and wanting to dump all my files. I don't know what that means. So uh, blue screens are typically uh, beyond the scope of what we can discuss on this show. Um, It is possible for you to download a program that can better translate it. Uh, It's called Who Crashed. It is still a little bit techie, so you may need a a pro to take a look at it or at least somebody who understands some computer jargon to figure out what's going on because a blue screen can be caused from any kind of failing hardware or even potential software problems in Windows. It's just that's far too vast for us to cover on on this show. 
I'm sorry? Excuse me, for younger folks, they've advised me to get rid of this 10-year-old computer and get a new one. Is that good advice? Well, if the computer still turns on and you still like how it functions, I would say no. Uh, I'm, I'm of the, uh, the old adage, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Uh, so if you like your computer, I'd say it's, it's worth uh, potentially saving. I have clients that bring in older machines all the time that work great. In fact, just, just this morning I was delivering a machine that's like uh, 13 to 15 years old to a client, and it still runs great. I just upgraded the operating system on it. So I would say I, I don't necessarily agree with that advice, depending on what you need that machine for. Yeah, and I'm kind of of the same opinion. I mean, just it, most of the time, whenever I've seen a blue screen, a lot of times, uh, at least in my experience, it's been a lot of of a small thing, uh, an operating system issue or something that can probably be corrected. Um, at the absolute most, it may involve reinstalling the operating system, you know, backing up the files or reinstalling the operating system. But it's usually definitely recoverable. It's just it can it can run, you know, from A to Z and one to a million of what those could be. But, yeah, I'm not in the, you know, just because it's kind of acting up a little bit, you, you may not need to go to the expense of a new computer. Very good advice. I appreciate that. All right. Thank you. You have a great day. Thank you, Adam O. From Macomb. All right. Now, you know, before we go to break, I want to talk about this fun, crazy app I found. It's called Sit or Squat. <laughs> and uh, yes. Oh, no, it's awesome. It's called Sit or Squat. Let me tell you what about this app. This app uh, has over 100,000 public restrooms in it that can pinpoint the nearest bathroom to your location. <laughs> and even better, the bathrooms come with a rating. So it wow. says you can sit or squat. So if it's a nice bathroom, they tell you to, to squat. I mean, sit. If it's not a nice bathroom, they'll tell you to squat. That is hilarious. But you know what? It's needed. And ladies all over <laughs> Mississippi are saying yes to this app because you're looking for a bathroom. You don't want to go to a porta potty type bathroom. You want to go somewhere nice. And when you're traveling, oh, my God, when you got to go, you got to go. <laughs> Ladies all over Mississippi are saying yes to Yelp for toilets. Yep, Yelp for toilets. They have this. <laughs> and um, they also have one, which was interesting, for I call it for you guys, because I feel men just don't pack like women. Y'all just don't do it. Or you wait to the last minute and throw something t- together. We mm-hmm. like to plan, but it's called Pack Point. It compiles a packing list for your chosen destination so it helps you get ready for your trip that's before the trip i like that app too yeah see my wife will make she'll make a nice list out and puts everything on out and i'm one of those five minutes for oh oh yeah i got a pack but i guarantee you i can get more in a suitcase than she can ah there we go i guarantee it now my mother taught me how to fold a t-shirt like round you know Uh make it round and you can get like five t-shirts or five items in a suitcase, whereas if you fold them larger, you can't get less. Oh, yeah. So she, she taught me a lot of, especially that's for camping. When I used to go to camping trips when I was little and go to camp all summer, she well, plus, put a lot yeah. of clothes in my book uh, my suitcase, so she taught me that. Well, then back in, you know, Navy days, we had very, very limited oh, space yeah. in what we can store, so, and my wife can't stand the way I fold some different things. <laughs> uh, it gets me out of laundry duty sometimes, yeah. but I will guarantee you I can fit stuff in. Hey, don't forget, you know, like... Tuck those shirts or tuck your underwear or socks into like an extra pair of shoes that you're bringing. Ah, I Use like that, that space one. too. Now, see? that's there the one go. I didn't think about. Well, we hey, have I'm the. I'm uh-huh. to that either now. Uh, <laughs> when we traveled to Rome, we traveled very cheaply because, well, I mean, we're cheap. We didn't want, you know, we didn't, we didn't want to pay a whole lot of money to, to send a bunch of heavy suitcases over. So we each took Amen. one carry on. And we brought travel pillows and, and clothes for the week. And we, we had it all fitting in one, well, two carry on bags. Wow. And, you can't go anywhere without a travel pillow, especially if you're on a 10-hour flight yeah. to Rome. Oh, my gosh, you guys. you got to have a pillow. And Mad Jeremy, skills, baby. Mad skills. I know. And when we come back, we have the phone lines are lit up, so we have tons of calls. Plus, Jeremy, I want you to tell us about some apps that you used when you went abroad because, you know, traveling interstate uh, plus out, it's different. And when you're um, in Rome, what type of apps helped you guys uh, on your trip? So come back with those type of tips as well. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back again, Jeremy's going to tell us about some tips he used when traveling internationally. And we have phone lines lit up. So give us, keep, keep us in mind. Give us a call at one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one 672 7464 We'll be right back after this break. 
been down, isn't it a pity? Doesn't seem to be a shadow in the city. All around, people looking half dead, walking on the sidewalk, harder than a match head. But now it's a different world. Go out and find a girl. Come on, come on, if that's all night. Despite the heat, it'll be all right. And babe, don't you know it's a pity the days can't be like the nights in the summer in the city. Summer in the city. Podcasts of your favorite MPB Think Radio programs are available now. With any podcast app, you can search, subscribe, and never miss a second of MPB Think Radio. It's an expensive cycle. Insurance, gas, maintenance. Let us help break it by turning that car of yours into public radio. If your car is more work than it's useful, donate it to us. We'll pick it up, get top dollar for it, and use the funds to bring you more of your favorite shows. You might even qualify for a tax deduction. Donate your car, motorcycle, boat, or RV by going to mpbonline.org. You're listening to Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. Welcome back. You're listening to Everyday Tech. I'm Michelle McAdoo here today with our technology experts, Wilkes Couture, information technology expert at Nucor Steel, and Jeremy Thompson, owner of Computer Doctors and Phone Surgeons in Hattiesburg. Well, if you're just tuning in today, we've been discussing traveling tech tips. Now, if you have any traveling tech questions or general tech questions, give us a call at one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. Or you can email the show to everydaytech at mpbonline.org. Well, as I promised, the phone lines are lit up. We're going to go back to the phone lines and speak with Craig from Mobile. Good morning, Craig. Good morning. Hi. You have a question or a comment? Uh, yes. I have a Galaxy S5. And uh, I like my Android, but uh, just as of lately, I've noticed, like, when I want to do a text or add a phone number, uh, the it's, it, it has a real delay on it and uh, for the number of the letter to come up. And I've noticed a little eye icon at the very top of my screen. Yeah. I don't even know what that is. But okay. Does that have so, something to do with what's happening to my phone? Well, because uh, Craig, jumping and how long, blinking. How long have you had your phone, Craig? Uh, since about um, uh, 2015. Okay. All right. So um, as phones are – and you've never had it reset or anything before? Uh, I've changed the battery. I've cleaned okay. it. Um, okay. But never actually reset. software reset? I've never had – no, I have not. Okay. It sounds to me like your, your operating system has gotten bogged down. Um, you could try a, uh, a virus cleanup on it. Uh, make sure you've got, uh, like, most of the apps and stuff, especially the free ones, make sure you've got all that cleaned up off of it. Um, sometimes after a phone it has been in use for a while, a good old factory reset usually does the trick, especially when you're seeing uh, response on the screen getting slow because your screen should still be as electrically sound as it was the day it came out of the box. I apologize for cutting you off, by the way. Uh, no, uh, that's uh, as far as the factory reset, how do you go about doing that? Well, you want to make sure that you've got all your data backed up first. Um, it, honestly, it helps to take it to a, uh, a professional, a local professional who could help you out with that, uh, simply because they can go in and back up, um, every, make sure everything on the phone is backed up before that reset occurs. Um, but you can hook it up to your computer and back up all your files or move it to an SD card because the Galaxy S5 does uh, allow you to have an SD card. Right. Okay, mm -hmm. so you're just saying back up and update the uh, the, uh, uh, the operating system. So if it has some updates pending, definitely install those. But if you install those updates and it's still having issues, I would recommend going into your system settings and actually resetting the phone after you've gotten your stuff backed up. Okay, then uh, I will. Uh, I can do that myself. Uh, but uh, that that was that is what sounds like the problem. Like your PC would be. Yes, sir. Correct. Okay, then. Thank you very much. Thank you, Craig. Hopefully, you'll get that fixed. All I right. Will. Thank you so All much. right. Bye bye. Thank you. All right, we're going to move on to Starkville and speak with Jerry. Good morning, Jerry. Hi, guys. Uh, great topics today. Uh, I want to preface this by saying I am in the technology industry. 
but the way I look at technology sometimes is it's sort of a seductress. And, if, you know, if you depend on a seductress, eventually they're going to let you down. Hmm. And I'm relating to maps here. Uh, I've taught my children and my wife how to read maps, uh, how to navigate through maps. When I was in the Air Force flying, I uh, went through Sears School, which is survival school. We actually had to take a topographical map and coordinate our position based off of three points. And, uh, you know, GPS satellites are great, but, but we have people out there that in uh, time of conflict are, are, are developing weapons that can shoot down GPS satellites. Mm-hmm. And I just feel it's important that everyone needs to know how to read a map Unfortunately, the armed forces now has uh, done away with uh, navigating by the stars, and they rely completely on GPS satellites. When I was flying, I had a navigator who could take a sextant, put it up in the slot in the airplane, and navigate us using the stars, Uh, and they've gone away from that. But I just feel like technology sometimes can lull you into a false sense of security, and you need to rely on tried and true methods that have come down through the years. Well, you know, I find it really, um, really interesting, Jerry, that, uh, and by the way, thank you for your service uh, as well. But I, I really, I find it really interesting that so many of us, you know, you mentioned that you're in the technology industry as well, but so many of us that, that you know, we do, em- I feel like we do embrace technology and, and I'm a big proponent of using it to, you know, make things better, make things easier, but um, you, you just kind of brought home a point that's very, very important to me, and that is d- don't forget the low tech. There's a lot to be said for exactly like you're saying. You know, we were able to sail the uh, sail the seas and fly the skies long before we had the GPS available to everyone, and and that's a really important skill set. Mm-hmm. And what happens when the towers go out? You know, I know we have those doomsday people who think it's going to eventually happen, but what if? And you have to live. By, like you said, teaching our kids how to live without this phone, without this technology. How can they survive without it? Uh, It's definitely happened um, uh, in um, uh, Puerto Rico. You know, they Mm. were they were Mm -hmm. completely wiped out. So they've been experiencing that. It's it's not a doomsday thing. It it definitely happens. Well, just remember, yeah, uh, Katrina. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Katrina. I mean, we had cell phones, but that was it. (laughs) And not everywhere. Right. Yeah, and good luck charging it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was it was definitely real, and um, it, 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 I agree. We don't need to depend on technology. It needs to be an aid, but not our go-to guy exactly. every time. We're gonna go, uh, of, of course, our friend Sue in Beaumont, which she probably will agree with everything we just said. Good morning, I'm a, Sue. I'm a dinosaur. I like paper maps. <laughs> I, I recently saw a show on PBS about how dangerous lithium batteries are in electronic devices, and they demonstrated with battery packs. They took out the phone, and uh, a sharp blow disrupted the circuitry between the batteries, and they exploded and caught fire. It was really amazing to see how intense the fire was that occurred after they... I never hear anybody mention anything about the lithium batteries, how dangerous they are. Are Y'all are aware of that, though, right? So when it comes to the quality of a battery, you have to make sure that you're getting it from a reputable source. If you are buying high-quality material, it should be constructed with uh, uh, engineering in mind that that keeps those things from happening. It is possible that uh, there are factories that are putting out bad batteries, but there are lots of factories that are putting out good batteries that don't just explode. Now, when you talk about puncturing a lithium battery, yes, it is possible for it to leak gas or even uh, even catch fire or blow up, but uh, you it's, it's got to be, you know, a direct blow to the battery. So when you think about the cases that we keep our phones in and the cases that the phones are built into, you have to get through that in order to get to the battery. So it's a little bit more difficult than just puncturing, you know, uh, through a thin sheet. It, it's, you know, usually glass or aluminum or something that it would have to get through. So while it can happen, it, it's not likely that the battery would be penetrated through the phone. But now heat and water can, can accelerate that as well. And again, that goes back to the quality of the battery that's put in it, because a good battery should be able to withstand that. But of course, you can't put a battery in 150 degree heat and expect it, even if it's a good quality battery, to to act as it should, because its chemical properties are changing based on its environment. 
Well, thank you, Sue. That was great uh, that you saw that on PBS, of course, and uh, shared that with us. Thank you, Sue. And it is something to think about. I mean, you know, uh, well, we see that if you're if you're traveling, you know, most of your airlines now, uh, lithium ion batteries, your backup batteries cannot be in your checked luggage. Really? They have to actually go in your carry on because, you know, once it's under the belly of the plane, it's not under temperature or environmental controlled. And there was, you know, a little while back, one of the phone manufacturers that had a bad habit of their phones catching on fire. Um, right, 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 right. It, it was a sad time. <laughs> what, 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 which one? I mean, that was uh, which one? It was, yeah. what, was it one of the notes? Yeah, uh, yeah. I remember note that. Eight. Yeah. Uh, oh. It was an, it was an, it was a note eight. No, no, note seven. I'm sorry, the Galaxy Note seven. And uh, yeah, it uh, it had a design flaw where the battery was having too much pressure put on it, and it was at the uh, the interior was being bent and causing it to short itself out. Yep, and there was and and a couple of the different manufacturers, like you know, uh, laptop manufacturers, and I can't remember exactly which one, so I won't say a name just in case. But there was a couple of laptop manufacturers that had that same problem. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to take our last break of the day. But of course, you can be a part of this conversation. We're talking about traveling technology tips. So if you want to give us a call and let us know about some apps that you use on your vacations or some tips that would help us or help anyone else on their summer vacations, give us a call at one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one 672 7464 We'll be right back after this break. You're a sustaining member of MPB Think Radio. We appreciate your support of our programs. To become a sustainer, go to mpbonline.org. You're listening to Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. Welcome back. You're listening to Everyday Tech. I'm Michelle McAdoo here today with Wilt Couture and Jeremy Thompson, our technology experts. Well, today we've been discussing traveling technology tips. Now, we have open phone lines, so there's still time for you to get your questions answered. Give us a call this morning at one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one 672 Or you can email the show to everydaytech at mpbonline.org. So we've talked about... Not leaving your phone in, in the hot car. Don't take it on the beach. I'm still confused about that. If you can't take don't it with it. you, <laughs> if you can't take it on the beach with you, do you leave it in the car? No, don't leave it in the car. I'm confused right now. But uh, we also it. leave it out of direct sunlight in the car. So yeah. put it in the trunk, maybe un, in a bag or something. Yeah, I okay. mean it doesn't have to be in a bag. The bag isn't going to do anything for it necessarily. Okay, uh, but. Just in the in the you know out of direct sunlight. Out of so, direct sunlight. The less heat it gets exposed to, the better. So pick the better of the two options. Okay. And here's the thing too: most of your phones or devices, if they get too hot, I know I've seen this at least with the iPhone, and I think the Samsungs do, and the Androids do it as well. They'll actually give you an alert: phone too hot to operate. Until it cools off, seen it's not going to allow you to do anything. Mm-hmm. And yep. and honestly, that's just it's not like oh you know oh gosh I got to go out and buy a new phone. That is just. The phone has sensors inside of it, and laptops have sensors inside of them that they know when it's too hot to operate, so they're just trying to protect themselves. So it's not the end of the world, but it will let you know. Okay. And we also talked about some fun, neat apps that you can use, uh, apps to help you pack before you go on your trip, apps to help you find bathrooms in your location. Actually, they have a detour app that helps you find detours, and not what you think, not detour off the highway. Detours for tour, hence the word detour. So yeah, look- I'm real interested in that. So if you're looking for uh, tours throughout the city that you're in, but not the typical tourist stop tours, you can uh, use this app to find smaller type tours that give you a more intimate tour of the city that you're in. That's really neat. That's cool. It is, isn't it? Let me ask you a question. Um, speaking of passports, they have a mobile passport app that helps you uh, speed through the customs and boarding protection area. How did you and your wife deal with that uh, going to Rome, uh, Jeremy? 
Well, see, uh, we didn't have the uh, digital passports. We just used the good old paper ones. Um, as far as preparing for the trip goes, technologically, um, I looked into whether or not I needed to get a SIM card for a phone abroad or if I just needed to buy a phone. And I was like, man, this is starting to add up. But um, I looked into my own carrier, and they had a plan where I could, for $10 a month or $10 a day, uh, just use my existing plan. So mm-hmm. I was like, well, hey, that's the way to go. So I did that. Um, and while I was in Rome, I mostly used Google Maps and Google Translate. Um, I also, to prepare to go to Rome, I used an app called Duolingo, which is just, you know, it's a language training app. And so for three months, I learned a little bit of Italian, just enough for us to get around. Okay, so uh, give me a word. Bonjour. No, no, give me a word. Uh, give me something. I want to hear some Italian. Anything. Pomodoro. A tomato. Oh, say it again. Pomodoro. Wow. So that'd be a uh, sandwich, no pomodoro. <laughs> that'd be panini. Uh, uh, non pomodoro. Oh, you yeah, sound so nice. Look, I know. Don't put me on the spot. Okay? I, I did. I, I, I did that. I, my, <laughs> my Italian understanding is very, very elementary. In fact, there were people that were just looking at me like, "Dude, just speak English." Stop. So, <laughs> one of them being you know, Faith. She's like, yes, "Just speak but, English, honey." <laughs> but I do want to say that um, while we were on our trip, we met this really cool French couple, and neither. Us nor them spoke much of either other's language, but we used Google Translate, and we actually spent uh, several days together. We went and saw several monuments, and we used Google Translate to to just communicate about our lives and where we were going and what we wanted to eat. It was incredible. Wow, it was so that's cool neat. To, to, to bridge that language barrier. Yeah. And there was an older couple that was there from Germany, and they said, you know, we've been watching y'all, and it's so uplifting to see you younger people, you know, it, despite the fact that you can't exactly communicate, you try to find a way around it. <laughs> it it's, it's difficult because our language barriers really are they're, – they're very different because one word in English may not – you know, argue may not mean argue in – or fight may not mean uh, like argue like it does in English, but but – you know, like actually punching. So you have to be careful with the language because it's easy to get confused. I get it. It's so cool that we have these utilities that we can use to attempt to bridge that gap. Right. It's it's working. And that's what technology is all about. Um, Get making, helping people get closer, not bridging gaps between people. We're going to go back to the phone lines. We have some calls. We're going to go to Gulfport and speak with Bill. Good morning, Bill. Good morning. Hi, how are you doing? You have a question or comment? Yeah, a question. Um, my wife is getting ready to go on a vacation. She's in need of a new phone. She's leaving tomorrow, and she wants to go ahead and get a new phone, but it's from a more of a regional carrier or provider, and wondering if that would be a wise decision in, in the fact that she could have issues with it, not be able to have it taken care of where she's going. Uh, so you're traveling? She's traveling abroad? No. Okay. Uh, but Wyoming. She- Okay, so uh, who's your current provider? Ceasefire. Okay, well, if you're not traveling, like if she's not staying there long term, then her service with Ceasefire should work. I mean, I say should, um, but I know that if you if if you go for more than I think it's three or six months, they they don't want you on there. You would be roaming on their network too much, so they right. they try to move you off. But as far as having service with them and just taking the trip to Wyoming, you should be perfectly fine. I'm I'm wondering about the wisdom of getting a new phone. Um, she's not that technically savvy. Uh, she wouldn't be able to give any support technically. <clears throat> yeah, the uh, the the traveling right away. I mean, it, it it. For example, recently we had uh, one of the one of my teammates was about to be out, out of town for about a week, and his phone was kind of acting up, and he was ready to kind of switch it on over. We actually decided to not switch his phone until he returned just because in that transferring over, there are going to be some things that are going to be missed. So if you don't have that support there, it, it, it's a really good consideration to really maybe think about waiting till you return just to make sure you have someone there to help out. Okay, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. I appreciate it. You guys are always great help. Thank All right, you, thank Bill. you. Have a great day. All right, we're going to move to Starkville and speak with uh, Shirley. Good morning, Shirley. Good morning, and thank you for your program. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you for listening. Um, are you familiar with the uh, WhatsApp app? <laughs> we are. Yeah, yeah. I think the, uh, I know. I think okay. you've talked with that some, haven't you? We're talking about uh, talking with someone abroad uh, when I travel. I use it, and I, I also um, have 
go abroad several times a year. And a friend of mine in India uh, was away, and I called her on it. So it allows you to speak with someone uh, internationally. Oh. Um, so I, I thought earlier you were talking about um, right the Google being able to communicate. Mm-hmm. international. So that's a good one. That's good too and it helps you guys uh feel more natural when you go out of the states, correct? Yes. That's And great. stay in touch with long distance friends. Mm-hmm. All right, yes. thank you Shirley for that comment. And what's the name of that app again? It's called WhatsApp. What? <laughs> As in, app? you know, it's sort of a play on WhatsApp. Yeah. <laughs> but when I've gone to uh West Africa, when I've gone to South Africa, mm-hmm. when I've gone to uh Europe, in fact, one time when I went to Budapest. I used it, and so uh, it's it's quite useful. Okay. Well, thank you so much for calling in, Shirley. All right. right, You have a good day. Okay. All right. All right. Well, guys, we're going to wrap up the show. Any last comments for everyone going on vacation? Because right now they're planning their vacations, and um, they're getting ready to see what they need tech-wise on vacation. Don't forget to return with your charger cables. They say hotels, the number one left behind item is the charger in the wall. So just make sure, bring your cables back home. That too. And don't leave your phone in hot air. Don't leave it in the window. Uh, If you're on the beach, don't get sand in it. You say, please be careful with that. Of course, if you don't have a waterproof phone, don't take it in the water. Yeah, they don't swim well. They don't swim well. Anything else, Jeremy? Yes, definitely put a code on your phone if you're traveling. That way, if somebody finds it, you can ping it, you know, look it up through Find My iPhone or whatever, and you can uh, get your phone back possibly without them shutting it down. Um, and, and definitely portable battery packs, very useful, and get you good quality charging cables. All right. You got to get them rated by Apple. Otherwise, they're going to kill your phone. Exactly. We want to thank you guys for joining us today on Everyday Tech. If you missed part of the show or want to hear past episodes, you can listen on our website at mpbonline.org or subscribe to our podcast. Java Chapman and Kevin Farrell was our board operator today, and our phone screener was Lori Thompson. For Wilts Couture and Jeremy Thompson, I'm Michelle McAdoo. Stay tuned for Southern Remedy and join us next, next week at 10 for more Everyday Tech, only on MPB Think Radio.